Hey everyone, it's time for a live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for November 20th through 26th, 2023, having a little bit of a late start today, but um, hopefully you all are well. Uh, for those that are watching live, it's always lovely to see you and, and for you to say hello and to see where in the world we are watching from. So for those that don't know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live, at least mostly. I managed to pull it out, um, um, pull it together. Uh, last week, uh, I was I was traveling and I was able to get that that show in, like I think it was at 10 p.m. But anyway, um, but every week we gather live to look at the astrology. And I know you hear me say like the astrology is 50%, you're the other 50%. So how do we work with the sky? What do we have to learn? What is it trying to teach us? What is it trying to reveal within us? And this week we are coming to the end of Scorpio season. My favorite season is my birthday season. Uh, thank you all for your birthday wishes uh, last week. It was last Friday. Uh, but um, you know, it's a it's it's a really and, and maybe I'm saying this as a Scorpio, and I know it's a heavy sign. And I'm like, yes, like death endings. Let's talk about it. But and and. Um, it's a sign that we need, it's a necessary sign because it helps us to open up, it helps us to develop intimacy, trust, vulnerability, and also for us to be shaped and molded by the many passages and seasons of life. And one of the ways in which I frame Scorpio is I say to people, imagine your life where everything is the same, nothing is tested, uh, nothing changes. Do you, do you grow and evolve? No. So we need the energy of Scorpio and Scorpio uh, sort of poignantly reminds us that not everything is forever. But one of the things that I really love about uh, the interplay between Scorpio and Sagittarius, um, you know, here we are as we start the week, we are in the last few days of Scorpio season, the sun is rounding out its time and it's about to cross into Sagittarius, although that will be on November 22nd, so Wednesday. And the time in Scorpio, it, it yields something. And, and it's like the wisdom and knowledge that Sagittarius is so famous, famous for is the fruit of our experiences in Scorpio. So this is why we, we need Scorpio and why we do the deep inner work. And even though Scorpio is just four weeks out of the year, there will be different times where we revisit the sign. It could be a transit. It could be the moon. The moon is there typically two and a half, three days out of the month. Um, and something to keep in mind, I know you all know this, but the, the zodiac is a wheel. It's a wheel of life. And we will keep returning to it and returning to it and returning to it. And hopefully, whether it's through Scorpio or other transits, something moves inside of us, something reveals itself, and we can see ourselves more deeply, we are transformed, hopefully transformed for the best. Uh, you know, never forget the Scorpio is a water sign, and water sign and, and water is the energy of, of trans transition. And also transportation, and not transportation in the way that we think, like, oh, Mercury, Gemini, get in the car and go, get on a train and go. It's transportation into the different stages of life. It's different types, that sort of spiritual 
and emotional alchemy. So we've got the end of Scorpio season this week. We've got the arrival of the sun and Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. And um, we also have once the sun and actually Mars changes, changes signs this week. It changes signs on the fort. 14th, geez, I almost uh, changes signs on the 24th of November. And we have both the Sun and Sagittarius this week making a square to Saturn. So we've got a lot to talk about because, uh, you know, now that, well, not now, but in a couple of days when the Sun is in Sagittarius and Mars is in Sagittarius, we're going to have one of our check ins with my favorite planet and hopefully yours by now. Saturn. So we've got a lot of big Saturn energy in the sky at the moment. Uh, Saturn, you know, why is it? Somebody once asked me, like, Katie, why is Saturn one of your favorite planets? And the, one of the reasons it's because Saturn gives us the blueprint. It's actually something that I'm teaching in my Saturn Masterclass, although it's not always in such obvious ways. Saturn teaches us about life, about creation, about the supports for life. But of course, there's the other side of Saturn where it's not the support of life, but we need structure. We need bones. Saturn is the planet of teeth and bones. I realize that sounds a little bit gruesome. It's still Scorpio season, but uh, our lives need structure. We need to feel like we are working towards something, building something, learning something. And over time, and Saturn is the energy of time, something builds in our life. And one of the things that we're learning in my um, my Saturn Masterclass is, you know, what could we be potentially building based on our own astrology? You know, our own personal astrology charts, one of the reasons I love being an astrologer is that I get to share your astrology chart with you. Of course, it's just the way that I see it. But, you know, your astrology chart is your blueprint. It's your map. It's, you know, keep doing this. And it is an act of faith. But it's also an act of hard work and, and, you know, hopefully a labor of love to create and craft something in this lifetime. So, yes, that's one of the reasons why Saturn is my favorite planet. It's a very concrete planet. It really shows you something real and manifesting. And that's, you know, why I work with it so much. So we've we got Saturn this week, we got Mars this week, and we got the Sun going Sagittarius. So let's just dive into this week's astrology for November 20th through 26th. 2023. So yes, if you're watching live, say hello. Oh, you know, see some familiar faces, of course. So as we start the week, the sun is at the very end of Scorpio. And you know, so is Mars. Mars has been in Scorpio since the 10th of October. Mars is at home in Scorpio. It's one of its ruling signs. Mars and Scorpio has sort of added to the season about a lot of deep introspection, a lot of asking questions, looking at our fears, our insecurities. Like, that doesn't sound nice, you're thinking, Katie. But like I said, it's a necessary process. And we even had the sun conjunct Mars this weekend. So there's sort of this sense of new beginnings, motivation. This is all building off of last week's um, Scorpio Scorpio new moon on November 13th. So there's a bit of a transition point when we get to the end of Scorpio. And it's sometimes where we get to the end of Scorpio and we can really see something, something gets revealed to us on a deeper emotional and personal level. And hopefully this makes sense. You know, in astrology, water is the last element. The last sign of the zodiac is Pisces water. It's, the, it's a different type of water than Scorpio, but it's water nonetheless. 
And so water is like the secret ingredient. It's the necessary bridge between one chapter of our lives and the next chapter of our lives, uh, between every moment. And, and we need to feel things. And that's also a necessary component to change and transformation. It's not enough to think it intellectually and mentally. It's actually to feel it, to want it, desire it, to feel something move inside of you, even if it's grief, even if it's an anxiety. But through that, we can hopefully pass through and then go into fire. Fire is the first element in astrology. And in fact, Sagittarius, almost there, almost Sagittarius season, is a fire sign. In fact, when we get into Sagittarius, we enter the last quadrant of the zodiac that will take us all the way until about uh, March 20th when the sun crosses from Pisces and it goes into um, Aries. So when we go from Scorpio to Sad, we take all the experiences that we've been learning over the last four years and we make something from it. And, and I'm just using this as a device, and maybe I'm being a little too, bit too Scorpio for a moment, but we've all had those hopefully, maybe not. I say hopefully because we need those moments when we do have that dark night of the soul. I mean, I'm saying this personal experience. I've had a you know, dark night of the soul. It's not fun, but it's that really stripped down and, and sort of naked, personally naked um, you know, time where we, we really have to face ourselves and make some choices and make some decisions and really major and positive changes can happen in that moment. It can be an act of surrender. And so that's the interplay between Scorpio and Sagittarius. We have been stripped down, some, uh, let's say symbolically, <laughs> over the past four weeks. We, and, and that's the thing, don't forget that the zodiac signs are the gods, the archetypes, uh, these mythological stories. I realize it's, it's through um, a, a, a Greco-Roman lens, but these are stories that are, exist in, in all cultures, for example. So we, we go into Scorpio and we do the descent, whether it's the descent into ourselves, descent into our interiority, our emotionality, our fears, our insecurities, or whether it's through the relationship side of things, you know, Scorpio being the sign after Libra. It's not just a relationship until it's two people who are able to make a really deep emotional bond, for example. But if you, you going through Scorpio seasons or going through Scorpio times in your life is where things may shift and transform, things may end, you may have to sit with yourselves, it's, it could be a dark night of the soul. And I wanted to highlight this, even though like, yeah, 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 but we're, we're getting out of Scorpio, because it's the, it's the necessary rich soil that brings us into Sagittarius. So sort of my joke about Sagittarius, this is, you know, I'm Sag rising, so this is a loving joke. It's like Sagittarius is known for being the sign of wisdom and knowledge. How is it the sign of wisdom and knowledge? It has to go through Scorpio first. It's just no way around it. And I and I think as human beings, it's very natural, and, and I can say this with compassion, I've certainly done this myself, it's, it's very natural to want to skip over Scorpio. And that's when we get to Sagittarius and we think we know everything. <laughs> and that's when you have a Saturn transit. And then Saturn's like, no, you don't know anything. But we need the step from Scorpio to go into Sag. And so if we've done our inner work, if we sort of taken the transit by the hand and, and allowed it to lead us places, 
the maybe we can have the, the fruit or the knowledge or the wisdom that Sagittarius is so known for. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a little heavy, but then again, Saturn is presently at zero degrees of, um, of Pisces. And Pisces uh, forms a square to, to Sagittarius. So once the sun goes into uh, Sagittarius this week on November 22nd, it then meets up and makes a square to Saturn on November 23rd. And Saturn has been in Pisces, and we've talked about this, but just a little recap for those that don't know. Saturn has been in Pisces since March 7th. And we've only had, I mean, I guess at this point, it's, it's more than six months. I'm trying to do the math in my head as I speak. Maybe it's, it's, it's eight months um, of having um, time with Saturn in a sign that, let's say on paper, doesn't quite make sense. Why? Because Saturn is the material, the manifested. Pisces is the non-material, the non-manifested. And so we have a little bit of this um, incongruity in the sky at the moment. But what it's saying to us is that the things that we are building now personally and collectively need to adhere to Pisces. Sort of how I frame Pisces to people, especially if they have Pisces as part of the career story, as part of the money story, meaning um, Pisces sort of is the lens in which they uh, exists through these very sort of tangible material parts of our lives. So I don't care if they pay you a million dollars to do it. First, it has to feed your soul. And so over the last eight months, and this even takes us into uh, the you know February 2026. Yeah, February 2026 is when Saturn finally leaves Pisces, although we do have a little bit of a, of a preview of Saturn and Aries uh, during, um, gosh, I think it's like July to November of, wait, is that true? No, no it's May to no, uh, September of 2025. But, um, you know, Saturn in, in Pisces, it means that what we are building, what we are constructing, what we are learning is to really either deeply understand ourselves or to find a sense of mission and purpose in our lives internally, externally. Um, Pisces is more about internally, meaning there's it's two sides too. There's Pisces and then there's Sag. In fact, as you know, we've been talking about Sag. And Sag is one side of the coin and Pisces is the other side of the coin. What do I mean? Both signs are ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter, as the ruler of Sagittarius, says that the search for wisdom and knowledge can be external. I go to school, I go to college, I go to university, I get a degree, I get titles after my name. Um, the search for wisdom and knowledge can be the act of travel and exploration. I get on a plane, I get on a ship, I see the world, I go to an ashram, I go to church, I, I'm seeking, I'm searching for a sense, for sort of sense of truth and meaning outside of myself. Uh, there's a sense of law with Sagittarius. It's the laws of man, it's, it's how we sort of live our lives according to a certain code of right and wrong. But with Pisces, it's internal. I believe something, I know something because I feel it. And that's, I can't replicate that. I can't prove that to you. And this is where we get into, you know, really feeling that sense of movement and faith, not the faith of religion, but that sense of inner faith and inner truth. And Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. And it's when we sort of really learn these things um, and integrate them and really 
have a sense of mission and purpose in our lives. That's what it takes us forward, takes us into Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. So I'm saying all that because, you know, here we are, we're about to step into Sagittarius season on the 22nd, that we have the square to Saturn on the 23rd. And maybe Saturn is saying to you, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think is true? What's your conviction? How do you orient your life? What's your sense of personal compass? spiritual compass, religious compass, philosophical compass, um, you know, do you have all the facts? You know, is your truth a, a truth or the truth? Or maybe sometimes we get in traps with Sagittarius or even Pisces, where we think that our truth is the only truth. And sort of how I say with, Pi with Sagittarius is just to make sure that like, even if you're 99.9% .9 of the time Sagittarius is right, but it's just that 1% that gets Sagittarius every time so this is a week where there's a little bit of a of a heavy saturn energy to it i mean heavy doesn't have to mean negative it just means life life is asking you what do you believe in what do you stand for what do you think is true what are your convictions what are you building your life around does it have purpose does it have meaning does it fill your soul Pisces, again, not a material sign. Doesn't mean that you can't have a material life, but it, the materiality is the support for the spirituality, at least the way that I see it. Maybe you see it differently. So it'll be interesting to see what takes shape, what takes form. Uh, bare minimum, Sun square Saturn this week, and even Mars square Saturn, because Mars will go into Sagittarius on the 24th. It you know, joins the Sun. And then it makes a square to Saturn on the 25th. And that's a pretty heavy duty um, energy. Uh, the Mars-Saturn uh, cycle really talks about the, sometimes the bigger events in our lives or the collective experience as well. Uh, Saturn as this energy of karma, Mars is this, and from a classical perspective, and Mars as this energy of the physical you know, manifestation, for example. So bare minimum this is a week where we have a checkpoint with saturn how's it going you know what sort of saturn are we sitting down with are we sitting down with the mentor you know saturn can very well be the mentor in our life you know somebody who's a positive authority it could be a boss a boss you like um it could be a parent it could be somebody who has a sense of wisdom and knowledge in the field that you're in or something that you're interested in and you're working with them, you're getting feedback. Maybe they're really supporting you, maybe they're giving you some feedback, like, hey, you could make this better. Great, fantastic. Maybe this is a week where you uh, actively seek out a mentor or that type of level of feedback in your life. Or maybe Saturn this week is somebody saying to you, hey, this isn't working. This isn't above board. Of course it's above board, you're above board person. Or maybe you know you know it's two people and let's say use a relationship for example it's two people that really um you know you believe in the relationship but there has to be some work in order to make it to make it work um i use relationship as an example because saturn loves relationships it's exalted in libra it's a little bit of a technical point um but saturn reminds us that we can't do life alone so we need partnership we need connection everything has to be in balance and so how do we use mars and saturn this week to put things back into balance put things back into order maybe it's an order that's in alignment with a sense of personal beliefs spirituality maybe for somebody it's religion for example um you know mars then there's mars or saturn where it's the the, the the checkpoint and for some people it's a hard stop 
it's no it's a hard no Saturn's also the energy of commitment so for some people it could be a hard no maybe you're the person who's saying hard no this does not work with my boundaries this is not in alignment with my my philosophy or my sense of spiritual compass uh, or maybe it's a yes maybe it's a hard yes it's a commitment it's something that really represents um the you know really the structure and framework that builds your life so it's for you to see what this is for you this life this life this this week this week and this life um because it's a it's a big deal energy and and i'm saying this personally i have mars in in, in sagittarius geez i have mars in sagittarius and and i have Mars square saturn although my saturn's in virgo so other end of the sky so this is a week for uh, results, for uh, something concrete, for us to honor time and commitment, for us to sort of start to see the lesson. And when I go through each of the 12 uh, zodiac signs in a moment, it's just to refresh yourself with a story that has been unfolding over the last uh, you know, eight months while Saturn has been in Pisces. Saturn's trying to teach us something that lesson is highly individual individual individualistic based on where uh, saturn is in your personal astrology and also where was saturn in the sky when you were born go back to an earlier question katie why do you love saturn so much because saturn where where it was in the sky where you were born gives you a lot of concrete answers to work with isn't that fun? Like, you know, you, you can really know how to work with your life um, based on where Saturn is. It's, it sort of takes some of the guesswork out of it. So anyway, that's what I mean. Like that Saturn, your own relationship with Saturn, you know, the, your, the, the personal story that is unfolding this week is hyper uh, individualistic. Of course, you're going to see a shared experience uh, based on um, you know where Saturn is by sun sign or by a rising sign. But uh, when we get to February 2026, who knows? Who knows what's happening in the world? Hopefully we get there. Um, you know, with Saturn, uh, you know, we will hopefully see what we've been building and what we've been learning over the past three years. Kind of like, in theory, when we got to the beginning of 2023, we could look back, you know, March of 2020 is when Saturn went into Aquarius. End of, July, uh, end of December 2017, Saturn went into Capricorn. Um, when the uh, end of 2014, uh, Saturn went into Sagittarius. So these were these three-year chapters that really mark our lives, like the different hours, for example. So uh, let's uh, look at the astrology. I just make sure I don't forget anything. Uh, let's look. There's like minor aspects this week, but I think we, we get a lot out of focusing on Mars and Saturn. So anyway, let's look at the astrology of this week, November 20th through 26, 2023, starting with Aries. Aries, so Mars is your planet, and we've been talking about this. It's been in Scorpio for the last five, uh, almost six weeks, and this has been your time, and I, I would personally go back and listen and you know, just like personal recommendation, go back and listen to the introduction about Mars and Scorpio, Mars through this, you know, Scorpionic time. This has been the time where you've needed to do some deep inner work, whether it's to confront something, whether to face your fears, whether it's to dig, you know, deep into yourself, sit with a counselor, sit with a therapist, something to be revealed so that when you, you know, Mars leaves uh, Scorpio, 
on the, the 24th and it goes into Sagittarius, you take something of that time with you. It helps to build a sense of wisdom and knowledge in the world, a sense of wanting to put meaning and purpose in your life. So maybe it's been a little bit of a heavy past you know, six weeks. Um, certainly this is also building off of the eclipses that you had uh, back in October about relationships, about direction, um, about, you know, trying to build sort of some, some of the major areas of your life. Mars going to Sagittarius on the 24th, you sort of enter this time that's about, you know, over the next six weeks up until I think it's like the 4th, uh, no, yeah, the 4th of January, 2024. It's about what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think is true? It's an exploration of the world, it's travel, it's uh, philosophy, it's education, it's sort of enriching yourself. And maybe if you're a teacher, it's a time when you're trying to get your ideas out there, your beliefs, your truth, you're publishing something, you're doing more public speaking, you're professing. Um, this is the space where we take that sort of flame that's inside of us, something that we discovered, and we want to share it. Then there's Saturn. Saturn is in your 12th, and there's a couple of ways in which we can frame this. We've been talking about this the past, uh, you know, eight months. Saturn in the 12th represents coming to the end of a large chapter of your life. The last time Saturn was in Pisces was 1994. Yes, 1994, it's in 1996. This is about uh, reviewing the last 30 years, winding down, going within, seeing the, the sort of the human side of your life, and the, but also focusing on the spiritual side of your life. For some areas, it's a very deep internal work. It's opening up to spirituality, mysticism. It's a letting go of the material world. Like I was saying in the introduction, you're really seeing these big like existential questions. Why am I here? What am I doing? Where am I going? What does it all mean? And I realize those are big questions, but that's the thing, Aries, you're the only one that can answer it. So as you go into this weekend, maybe that's a question. These are questions that are being uh, presented to you. And to the best of your ability, of course, you will come to these questions a few more times over the next couple of years to try to, to start to get an answer. Taurus. Taurus, so you are coming off of a season that was really focused on relationships. And to be fair, you know, with the Scorpio new moon that we had on the 13th, relationships continue to be a big focus into uh, December 12th when we have the Sagittarius. Uh, Sagittarius new moon you also you know with Venus Venus is your ruling planet it's in your six it's, it continues to be a time to really focus on work projects health wellness and really getting into the details and perhaps even the minutia of your day-to-day -day life so coming off of this uh, Scorpio new moon Mars going into Sagittarius and even the Sun going into Sagittarius this week brings the story into intimacy, vulnerability, the things that happen behind closed doors between two people. It's not just a relationship. That's the thing. Relationships that have no depth, that have no connection, that have no intimacy. It's just a surface level relationship. Maybe to see, of course, this is going to be hyper specific for each, each Taurus. Like what's the story about relationship that's presented itself over the last, maybe not even just the past week, but even when Mars went to Scorpio back on the 10th of October. 
Maybe this is giving you a time to go deeply within yourself. So there's that component of it. And then there's Saturn in Pisces. The Mars Saturn square, and maybe this is directly connected to relationships, making sure that you and another person are on the same page. Do you believe in the same thing? Do you still do you have the same vision? Do you have the same um, um, personal values, for example? Saturn is in your 11th, it'll be in your 11th until February 2026. And so this is a time when you're really constructing not just relationships, you're constructing um, God, lost the word. You're, just, you're constructing community, friendships. And, and, and as an aside, Saturn can be a little brutal when it's going through the 11th because it just wants to make sure that the people who are in your life are actually allies. They're actually people that you're constructing your life with. And maybe this is a, another way of looking at it. This is the time when you're really thinking about, well, who are my allies? You know, who, who, what are the groups that I want to become involved with? Who do I want to build things with? And maybe that's really directly pulling at these sort of deeper fears, these deeper emotions, intimacy, vulnerability, trust, power, control that may start to reveal itself once Mars goes into Sagittarius. Um, Gemini. Gemini. So Mercury is in your is your planet. And I believe as of last week, I can't remember the date. Oh, yes, the 10th of November. It's been in Sagittarius. So this is your time in your personal calendar for uh, to focus on relationships, connections, other people. Maybe you're socializing more. It's just been a little bit of an interesting feel to it because as Mercury went into uh, Sagittarius in the 10th and met up with Saturn, it's kind of like we're seeing a little bit of those bumps once the sun goes into Sagittarius, once Mars goes into Sagittarius this week. So we got a focus on relationships and then we have Mars going into Sagittarius. And so it's going to activate the story even more, especially with the sun. And this is, you know, maybe to see what's happening when you get to that, uh, you know, Sagittarius new moon on uh, the 12th of, of December. That's sort of your personal reset in the year for you know new beginnings and relationships. Um, but that said, let's not forget that Saturn is in Pisces and it's been in Pisces since March 7th. Pisces for you is your uh, your sign of career. It's your the title after your name. It's the duties and responsibilities that you play in the world. It's your ambition. It's a desire to really build something of your of your public life, your professional life. And Saturn is asking you in uh, a very simple question at the moment: What do you want to be when you grow up? So Saturn won't leave this space until, gosh, um, February, February 2026. And maybe you'll see recalibrations, maybe you'll see personal milestones, but there is this you know, tension that's happening between duties and responsibilities and relationships. And this could be you know, two people getting into a relationship or two people hitting a relationship milestone or two people needing to figure out you know, how to take the next step in a relationship or maybe it's not a romantic relationship. It's really about you know the big things that are being asked of you. Perhaps Gemini. Everybody, of course, is going to feel this a bit differently. Cancer, Cancer. So the Moon is your planet. That's the thing. The Moon's always moving. It you know spends two and a half, three days 
and each of the zodiac signs. And this week, the moon has, you know, it's in Pisces. And for you, Pisces is your ninth sign of wisdom and knowledge. And then it sort of spends the rest of the week really focusing on professional life and sort of community, society, humanity, friends. But there you go. That said, we are leaving Scorpio season and Scorpio season for you is the season for you to really focus on the things that light you up, give you joy, give you passion. These are things, not, maybe not always the words we think about with Scorpio, but this is the time to focus on your identity, your talents, your gifts, and your abilities. Not as concrete, but then again, we get into later this week, the sun goes into Sagittarius, Mars goes into Sagittarius, and Sagittarius for you is a sign that talks about work, projects, duties, responsibilities, like duties on a day-to-day -day level, not duties on a, on a macro career level, but it's also health and wellness. And every Cancer, of course, is going to live this differently. It could, it could be where you're taking the energies of Scorpio season and taking your passions, you're taking your gifts and talents and abilities, and you're sort of putting it into something tangible, a craft, uh, you know, something that you're really uh, shaping and, and making physical. Maybe it's maybe you're using Mars and um, Sagittarius, and you're working really hard over the next six weeks. Now it seems a little ironic. We're getting to the end of the year, but maybe you've got a lot of things to do. Mars in this part of the chart can be a little bit of a workaholic. Mars is a very physical planet, and maybe you're going to have a lot of physical energy. You need to walk, you need to go to the gym, you need to uh, get some fresh air, you need to get the body moving. Maybe it's the body, but you need to, to take care of it. Maybe the body is trying to tell you something. Maybe something's off. Um, Saturn for you is in your ninth. It's been in the ninth since March 2023. This is a three-year chapter of you trying to figure out what do you believe in, what do you stand for, and what do you think is true. It's a um, philosophical compliment to the past, the past few years when Saturn was in your eighth. We, we talked about it with Saturn in the eighth room. So this is a time to search, explore, search and explore the world, focus on higher education, um, write that book, write that, you know, manifesto, uh, do public speaking, you know, teach and share your point of view, and especially the point of view that you discovered over some of the intensities of the past few years. With the tension between the sixth and the ninth, the day-to-day -day rituals of your life, the duties and responsibilities, the work that you do, even the projects that you do have to be a realization of the, these philosophies. If you believe in something, but it's not integrated on a day-to-day -day level, then, then what's it for? And so Saturn is like saying, like, make sure the rituals, the habits, the sort of the structure and the order and the operations and flow of your life really fit um, your sense of purpose and mission and meaning. In the world. Um, Leo. Leo, so Scorpio season really put the focus, and, and honestly, it will take the focus into December because we still had that Scorpio new moon on the 13th. Um, but this, this put the focus on home, family, roots, foundation, past, memories, parents, ancestors, and it's a whole, a whole thing. And this has been the season for you to really focus on getting grounded, anchored, really making sure that you tend to that root that we all have that really sort of anchors us in this life. That starts to pull some of the heavy energy away as both Mars and the Sun go into Sagittarius. Um, for you, Leo, Sagittarius is something called your fifth sign. 
Hopefully this makes sense. Leo is the fifth sign of astrology and uh, Leo's fifth sign is Sagittarius. So Sagittarius actually has something to really teach us about Leo is that it's a sign that really can have a lot of optimism, a lot of faith. It really wants to be an inspiration for people. It wants to light things up and sort of show the way <clears throat> for people. So with the sun going to Sagittarius, you enter a season, this is going to sound very nice, uh, over the next four to six weeks, you're focusing on you. You're focusing on the things that like you, light you up, give you passion, give you joy, give you creativity. Um, and for some, it is focusing on uh, children, um, you know, for some people, very obviously not everybody, it could be pregnancy, birth of children. Um, and for some, it's not physical children. It's like taking what's ever inside of you, your palate, your talents, your spirit, and, and making something out of it. It's a, it's a typically a fun and playful time for you. It's just, you know, first, we got to get past Saturn. Well, Saturn's over in your eighth Leo. And this is, to be honest, this is a three-year tra tra chapter. It takes you into February of 2026. And Saturn is with you in what I like to call the eighth room. It is a period where you have to examine yourself, a period where anything that you have buried may start to come up. And maybe a time you have to focus on your um, assets, your finance, your estate, you know, the things that you own with another person or a partner. Um, but nevertheless, there is this, uh, you know, tension that's happening between you, what makes you, your, your, your talents, gifts and abilities, your identity, and maybe how that identity uh, could be shaped by things that are typically hidden. The eighth is a space that's typically hidden from us. So what is your unconscious motivations? What's deep down inside that may have gotten in the way of you being able to express who you are? or to share your talents, gifts, and abilities with other people. Of course, every Leo is going to live this differently. <clears throat> this could also be a time where you're taking this powerful energy and you're making something of it. It could be very creative, very fertile, um, you know, very uh, you know, kind of turned on by life. But of course, every Leo is going to live this a little bit differently. And maybe the question for you to ask yourself, Leo, is like, what do you want to create what is the thing or things that want to come into manifestation, not just this week, but maybe over the next couple of years? Virgo. Virgo. So Mercury is your planet, and uh, as of November 10th, it's in something called your fourth. As the Sun and Mars leave what's called your third uh, travel, exploration, education, voice, communication, it goes into the fourth, you enter a, a time in your personal calendar that's focused on home, family, roots, foundation. Certainly, this is the time of year for it. Um, <clears throat> Mercury will only go through this space uh, for a shorter bit, but you know, the Sun will be here for four weeks. And then Saturn, and then Mars will be here for six weeks until January 4th. So this is a time that you need to really focus on the home environment. Um, maybe some of you are moving. Maybe some of you, uh, family really needs your attention. Maybe there's a question about family. Who is my family? Where do I belong? Where is home? Who is home? Saturn, um, and you know, is a, which is a major player in your astrology. It's in your seventh. It'll be in your seventh until February 2026. 
So we have a lot of things happening in these two spaces, seventh and fourth, that really talk about two of the major areas of anybody's life, relationships, family, and home. I put family and home in one category. And it doesn't have to be a traditional thing. You can define that however you want, but we need connection, we need a roots, we need a foundation. Okay, that's the home part, check. But we also need connection, we need relationship. That's the other side of the coin. And so maybe some big existential questions are coming up this week, maybe questions that are more practical than existential. You know, maybe it's a question about where are you living? Maybe you got to get to that Sagittarius after that Sagittarius new moon on the 12th of December. Um, but this is um, maybe, you've, you know, a lot of ideas have come up in the last four weeks, Sun and Scorpio, Mars and Scorpio. And now it's time to live them, make them real, bring them into your life, um, you know, bring them into the home. But of course, this is going to be different things for different people. But this is um, a major time in your astrology, you know, because you're one of those signs of what's called a mutable sign that has Saturn that's angular um, over the next couple of years. When Saturn is angular, we really hit you know, major milestones in our life. It's dynamic not dynamic like eclipses dynamic but it's dynamic for the, the things that really build and construct and shape our lives and it just so happens that this week and next week to focus on the on these two major areas home and family but also relationships libra libra venus is your planet and venus is in its home sign so as of gosh, I can't remember when Venus went to Libra. Venus went to Libra on November 8th. And so you started this personal year. You could argue that you had this personal year that started around your birthday. You sort of get these different bumps. You could say, well, this eclipse that was on October 14th was pretty a pretty big deal. And this is a kind of an interesting play, and I think I said this last week, where you've got like one foot in something new and you got one foot in something old because at the time of that solar eclipse on October 14th, Venus, your planet, thus the energy of that eclipse, was pulling you back to the 12th. The 12th is where things end, it's where we make space for something new, but it's also a spiritual place. It's sort of the, the uh, omega, to the Libra's alpha, for example. But there's been a change, there's been a transition. I don't know, maybe you live this differently. You know, Venus will, uh, especially next week, get to the a degree of the eclipse. We'll talk about that next week. So some, there's a seed that's planted. We don't always see the seed at the time of the eclipse, some of us do, but this is a very dynamic time in your life that is both about personal new beginnings, it's also about relationships because you will also have eclipses in Aries next year, also just this past March, that's right, no, April, um, about it's other people in your life. And so it's like push and pull. And, and for some people, it could be the start of a relationship. For some people, it's the end of a relationship. For some people, it's going off in a new direction and learning to stand on your own two feet and able to sort of be more self-reliant, for example. That said, we are moving out of Scorpio season and we are going into Sag. And Sag is something called your third sign. The third sign is communica communication, gosh, I don't know, I tripped over myself, communication, voice, how you think and listen and learn over the next four weeks. Maybe you're focusing on taking classes, moving, traveling, seeing things, getting curious, weighing your options. 
looking at your choices for example mercury has been in the space uh, for the past week so the sun and the mars join mercury and it could just be a very busy um, end of the year especially with mars there you maybe got a lot of things to do a lot of places to go but then there's saturn and for you libra saturn is in something called your six and the six is a very nuts and bolts grounded place in our astrology it doesn't get um, more realistic than the six. The six is like the space of operation. So you've got Saturn looking over your shoulder over the past eight months, and it's trying to make sure your life is running. So with the Mars Saturn square or Sun Saturn square this week, or both, you're having to look at how things are running. Is your life running? Does it need a different structure and organization? Do you need to recommit to things? Um, do you need to focus on your health and wellness? Maybe that's a side of it. Maybe you want to get more involved in your local environment by being of service and helping other people. There's a couple of ways in which you can look at it, but nevertheless, it's a little bit of a checkpoint. And I think the real question is, as we get into next week, do we see, maybe not, but do we see a little bit of a eclipse ripple um, as the Venus passes the degree of the October 14th solar eclipse? Scorpio, happy uh, birthday, Scorpio, especially if your birthday is right at the end of Scorpio. Um, but uh, I know it's going to be almost time for Sagittarius season this week. And so when the sun goes into Sagittarius, it goes into Scorpio's second sign. The second sign is where we really step into the, the material, material, is that even a word? Material of our lives. It's money, income, material stability, and material security. These are the things that really anchor us in life. Of course, we all have different values. You know, one person wants this, one person wants that. Cool. But we're still human beings. We need a roof over our head. We need um, food. We need uh, we need uh, you know water. Um, we need the basics of life. And so this is a season that's just naturally builds upon the new beginnings of Scorpio seasons, and it wants to bring it sort of anchored in. But on a practical side, you know, maybe over the next four weeks, and especially with Mars going to, into Sagittarius, you're really focused on money and income, how you spend it, how you earn it maybe these deeper values around it, and even self-worth, for example. Scorpio, you have, Sag, uh, sorry, you have Saturn in your fifth. It'll be in your fifth until uh, February 2026. During this time, it's a little bit of a different transit than it is for some of the other signs. You've got three years to really uh, take yourself and take your talents seriously. Of course, every Scorpio is going to live this differently, but Saturn is very concrete. It wants you to get clear about who you are, and who you are is a mental construct. It is something that can only be felt and cultivated within. For some Scorpios, this is a time to really focus on a lot of creative projects. For some Scorpios, this is the time to really focus on children and perhaps even the birth of children or, or pregnancy. Of course, it's different for every person. Um, but you know, with the sense of identity and creativity and talents and gifts, and with the tension with Mars, you know, Mars rules you. It's a little bit of a heavy week. You got a you got a reality check and a checkpoint with Saturn this week, and Saturn is saying to you. You know, what are the things that you're creating? Are the things, or who are you? Like, 
Is that being influenced by something about value and worth or instability or insecurity about self? And of course that can all change. But this could also be a time when you're really building something concrete and solid this week. Sagittarius. Sagittarius, it is just about your season. Happy early birthday. So the sun arrives in your sign on the 22nd of November. So this is regardless of your Sagittarius rising or sun sign Sagittarius, it is a, 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 a renewal and a new beginning. You've had both uh, the sun and Mars and your 12th. And this is, you know, with the with Mars in the 12th, this has been since October 10th, this has really pulled you into something. Maybe it's pulled you into the, into the end of a cycle. Maybe you've needed to go within, pare down, pull back, get, get really quiet with yourself, focus on your spirituality or meditate more. And the 12th is where we, we make space so that we can prepare for a new chapter in our life. And it just so happens that, you know, with Mars going to Sagittarius on the 24th, like this doesn't happen very often. This only happens once every two years. The last time Mars was in Sagittarius was roughly about two years ago. I can't, you know, this time two years ago, I can't remember the exact date. I think it was like, it was in December that it went to Sagittarius. But anyway, with Mars in your sign, this takes you into January 4th, you feel more motivated, more inspired, more energy, more drive. Maybe you feel a desire to really strike out on your own, to stand on your own two feet, to be the leader. Uh, Mars and Sagittarius sometimes is known for shooting its mouth off, so just be a little bit careful about when you get really excited about things or you get really quick with saying something and sometimes you say it a little bit faster then you know sort of that higher mind thinking can kick in like oh wait maybe i shouldn't quite say it that way mars isn't the, the diplomat uh, for example but that said mars is really good at getting you to go after what you want and to discover your desires Sag season is also going to put a, a little bit of a focus on Jupiter and Taurus, and Jupiter is your planet. Um, it'll be, in, and we've been talking about this, it'll be in Taurus until May of 2024. So it's been about the work, you know, really trying to get your, your life and sort of the concrete details organized to focus on health and wellness and sort of, you know, what are the systems that run your life, for example. You, know, you do have the Sagittarius new moon on the 12th of December. So that's sort of that real new beginning for you. Um, but that said, when Mars goes in and the sun go into Sagittarius, it meets up with Saturn and Pisces. Saturn is at the base of your chart, the bottom. It's about roots and foundation and family and how family and sort of this question that I kind of keep saying to you, or questions plural, where is home and who is home? This is a time for you to try to the best of your ability to answer that question. Maybe this is a question that you keep coming back to over the next two years. This is a natural time. This is like a big time in Saja's life. You know, maybe it's a move. It's a symbolic move. It's a time of maturity. It's a time of commitment, uh, focusing on family, changes in the household, starting a family, relationships. And to really see what is the story that's starting to present itself this week and next week, because it's it's a thread of a bigger story that's going to be with you into 2026. Capricorn. 
Capricorn. So Saturn is your planet. You can say this every week. And so the energy of your personal astrology is focused on Pisces into March of 2020, no, February 2026. Yes, it's a three-year chapter. This continues to be a, a longer arc of your life where you focus on education, ideas, communication, learning. It's all going to be different facets at different points in this journey. And so maybe this is a week where some of you are focusing on taking classes or another week where some of you are really focusing on reading more, learning more, talking more, you know, weighing your options, looking at sort of the power of choice and sort of the responsibility of choice. But with Saturn and Pisces, you know, everything in your life isn't necessarily based around the material right now. It's based on making sure that your material life is a support for something that sort of fulfills your heart and fulfills your soul. That's the thing with Saturn and Pisces at the moment. It's also very intuitive and very creative. That said, Sagittarius season, Sagittarius is what's called your 12th sign. It's starting to bring you to the end of your personal uh, zodiac calendar and your personal year, all in preparation for Capricorn season, which starts on the 21st of December. Sag is about going deep within yourselves, preparing for the next big chapter of your life, uh, meditating, resting, recuperating, reflecting, searching yourself, um, finding your spirituality, finding your inner space, your, your inner faith, your inner, your interiority. For example, Sagittarius is a sign that's searching for wisdom and knowledge, and I think with the the tension between the third and the tenth, no tenth, the third and the twelfth this week, it's it's like how do your choices really uh, are they how are they informed by your spirituality or how they how are they informed by a sense of mission and purpose in the world? Is that something that you've even considered? For example, but it's a a big tension that's trying to get you to really be present in how you're thinking, what you're saying, how you're communicating, and how that's in alignment with something deeper. For example, you know, we you still have the Scorpio new moon uh, that takes you into the 12th of December, uh, but nevertheless, you know, as especially as you get into the 12th of December, I'm jumping ahead. This is you know really coming to the end of your personal zodiac, so you can prepare for something new. Oh, wait, Capricorn, I should add that Mars, because Mars is your sign of home and family. It may be something um, like a personal milestone. It could be something emotional. It could be something about the household and family as well. Uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. So Saturn is your planet and Saturn continues to be in Pisces. And with Pisces as the money sign, because you know, Pisces is your second sign, money, income, material stability, this is, continues to be a three-year process of really, you know, you know, what do you need materially? I mean, other than the basics, you know, making sure that your material life, how you earn a living, um, how you invest in things really lines up your, with a sense of mission and purpose. That said, you know, Sagittarius season for you, Aquarius, you know, Sag is, oh gosh, I gotta do the, I gotta do the math. Um, Sag is your, um, not ninth sign, geez, it's your 11th sign, I have to think about that. Sag is your 11th sign, you're starting to come to the end of your personal zodiac. The 11th is about friends, community, society, humanity. This is all coming off of uh, four weeks, if not six weeks of a lot of hard work and a lot of focus on your uh, career, the duties and responsibilities that you have in the world. And maybe, especially after that, uh, you know, Scorpio new moon on the 13th, really see 
where is the story right now with career? Where is the story right now with the duties and responsibilities that you play in the world and the commitments that you make? Speaking of commitments, even with Mars going into Sagittarius and it meets up with uh, Saturn, you've got some sort of commitment to make. You've got some sort of like thing to honor. And this could be something that really shapes the direction that you're going in, sort of the, the hopes and dreams and wishes for the future, uh, the sense of vision you have for the future, or maybe a commitment within a community or to a friend, for example. But there's a lot of um, pressure on you uh, this week, Aquarius, to make sure that something's in alignment with your values. And of course, every Aquarius is going to live that differently. Finally, Pisces. Pisces, so Jupiter is your planet and it continues to be in Taurus. And with the sun going into Sagittarius this week, you Sag is something called your 10th sign. So there's been a lot of focus on the 9th over the past uh, six, four, six weeks. The 9th is about what you believe in, what you stand for. It's very philosophical, for example, wants to see the world. Well, that said, now things are now moving towards the 10th in your personal astrology. It's a little bit of a heavy time for you at the moment, Pisces. Why? Well, with Mars going into Sagittarius, with the sun going to Sagittarius, it meets up with Saturn. Saturn has been in Pisces since uh, March 7th. And, you know, Saturn is, uh, it's different for different people. Saturn talks about the milestones of life. This could be a positive milestone. It could be a success. It could be an achievement. It could also be a setback could be a loss. Saturn is really pushing you or it's really trying to teach you about time and commitment and follow through leadership, but also teaching you about self-reliance and being able to stay on your own two feet, especially after the 4th of November when Saturn turned direct. That's why I said it's a little bit of a heavy time at the moment. Then you throw in Mars square Saturn. So with all the focus on your career, and it, couldn't, it, couldn't, it doesn't have to necessarily be literally career, it could also be a time that really talks about you having to step into a role, you feeling the duties and, res and responsibilities and pressures of something. It could just be the passing of life and sort of the things that sort of happen to us at different stages. But there's a, again, a pressure for you to really step into something. The energy of Sag season points to, to Jupiter and Taurus and Jupiter is your planet. So this could be a time when you're having to also make some choices, needing to get curious, explore different options. Maybe there's a, a, a sort of a, a push to really communicate and to talk about something, talk about your feelings or just share something or maybe, you know, about these, this role that you're stepping in does require more speaking, more writing, more communicating and more teaching. So that is your look at each of the 12 zodiac signs um i appreciate you all every week um i see some familiar faces in the live chat you know for those that celebrate thanksgiving um you know, happy hope you have some good times with your family um i'll get to see my dad and uh, he's doing well i know you all uh periodically ask about him and by the grace of god he's he had pancreatic cancer diagnosis um june of 2022 so somehow still alive. I really thought he'd be dead by now. I'm, I'm being absolutely honest. Um, but that said, 
happy holidays. And um, I'm sure we will have all a lot to talk about next week. We got a Gemini new moon. So for those that don't know who I am, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. My name is Katie Sweetman. You can book a consultation with me. I know some of you are my clients. We can go over your map, what you potentially came here to live and become. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Spotify, YouTube. I've been having problems with the Instagram uh, lately. And um, I've got a couple of offerings coming up. I need to put them out there. I'm going to do the webinar for 2024 so you can learn about next year's astrology. And I think I'm actually going to do a, uh, a multi-week course on mediumship for something that's kind of bouncing around in my head. So I'm just putting that out there in case you all are interested. So until then, I will see you all next week. Take care and be well. Bye-bye.